The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Daf Tit. Today's daf is being studied the Eidun Nishmat Abraham ben Esther. We begin today's daf on Chetamud Bet, right at the bottom of the daf. What does it mean when it says in the Pasuk, Aser Te'aser? The Torah has a double language there when it talks about giving the tithe, the 10%. It says, Aser Te'aser. So he says, Aser Bishvil Shetetasher. Which means give you a maaser in order so you should become wealthy. Which means it could be the simple interpretation of pasuk, or, or, or according to the derasha, I should say, aser ta'aser. Give your maaser once ta'aser, so you'll be able to give it many times. Because a person gets used to giving the maaser, the ten percent, so be able to give more and more. So aser ta'aser. So Gemara says. Rabbi Yohanan found the child of the Shtakish. The Shtakish was Rabbi Yohanan's nephew. I'm sorry. The Shtakish was Rabbi Yohanan's brother-in-law. So this child was Rabbi Yohanan's nephew. Rabbi Yohanan liyinukad Shtakish. Tell me your pasuk. It was customarily in the olden days that... Uh, a rabbi would ask a child what pasuk he learned in the yeshiva and they would treat that pasuk that came out of his mouth like some sort of prophecy so if we told him, well, what did you learn today? which pasuk did you learn today in the yeshiva? Amaleh, so the child said Aser Te'aser he told him, I learned the pasuk Aser Te'aser so the child then asks Rabbi Yohanan Amaleh Umay Aser Te'aser is the child now asking the rabbi, what does it mean? Aser ta'aser. Amarleh, told him. Aser b'shvil shetetasher. The double language is teaching, give you ma'aser, in order that you should become wealthy. Amarleh, minalak. says, how do you know that? Now, Rabbi Yohanan thought he was asking, not a, 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 a scriptural source for such a thing, which means, uh, Hey, how do you know that? Uh, I know that it works. So he says, So he told uh, the boy, Go try it. Go do it. Go test it out. Go start giving the ma'asir and uh, see if you become wealthy. So the child says, Are you allowed to test like Kadosh Baruch Hu? You're not allowed to test like Kadosh Baruch Hu. So do not test him. Right. You're not allowed to test the Kadosh Baruch Hu except when it comes to this. Since Ma'asir is the exception. She's the Gemara, quotes a pasuk over here that says, Bring all the ma'asir to the treasury and test me. Test me and see if I don't open up all the arubot shamayim, all the windows of the sky, and I will give you a beracha ad beli dai without end. So the Gemara says, My ad beli dai. 
What kind of language is that? Ad beli die without any die without any uh, ending. Amar Rami Barhama, Amar Rav Adshi Blusuf Totechem Melomar Dai. It's going to be so much until your uh, lips are going to become worn out by saying Dai, which means enough. She's going to have uh, a tremendous surplus. So that that's the uh, the story. Now the Mefarshim over here, actually the Tosafot, very very important Tosafot. Let's read it together. Aser te Aser. Hachi ita b'sefri. Aser te Aser. Et kol tevuat zareicha. Hayoseh asadeh shana shana. But the simple pasuk is referring to maaser dagan, meaning the wheat that you give as maaser. And the elat tevuat zareicha shayav maaser. How do I know the profit you make from interest, the profit that you make from business, and all other profits? How do I know? It's also subject to Maaser. Tamud Omar et kol. When the pasuk says et kol tivuat zaraicha, the kol is coming to include all other profits besides wheat. Da'ave matzil memar et tivuatecha. My kol. Whatever comes out of your field, shana, shana, right? On a yearly basis. If you don't give your maaser from the field properly, you're going to only end up with what usually comes out of the field. Kilomar, lo yaseh sadecha ela kefi maserot shayu kodem lachen. Your field is only going to make the maser. If you don't give the maser, you end up making maser. Which means that you're going to end up making what usually comes out of the field. Which means the maser that you give. The hainu, hayyotseh menasadeh kilomar. What used to be accustomed of taking from the field to give to Maaser, that's what you're going to end up making. The story. I was a wealthy man. He had a field, used to make a thousand kur. Every year we take a hundred kur Maaser. He did it every all his life. Before he died, called his son. Called his son. Listen, I want you to know, this field over here produces a thousand kur a, a year. Make sure you follow, uh, you know, what I did every year. And he made the same a thousand. You know what? Hundred kuhats a lot of money to give to Sadaqah to the Maasir. I'm not going to give it this year. The next year, So the field, instead of making a thousand, only made a hundred. So he felt bad. So the family heard that the guy didn't give his ma'asir. 
באו כולם אצלו מלובשים לבנים. They came to him all dressed in white clothes, בשמחים, and they were happy. אמר להם, כמדומה לי שאתם שמחים בכלכלתי? Are you happy in my loss? אמרו לו, נצטער עליך, so we have mercy on you. כי גרמת לך כל הרעה הזאת. You caused this trouble yourself. ומפנימה לא הפרשת מעשר כראוי היטב. רק אם אני אגיב לי מעשר. בואו ראה. כי מתחילה כשבא השדה לידיך, היית בעל הבית והקדוש ברוך הוא כהן. But when you got the field from your father, you were considered the owner, and God was considered the Kohen. שהיה מעשר חלקו ניתן לעניים. Because God just said, I'll be your partner, you just give me 10%. So God made himself like the Kohen to take the 10%. ועכשיו שלא הפרשת חלקו, לא, now that you didn't separate his חלק, היה הקדוש ברוך הוא בעל הבית, ואתה כהן. So now God... reversed it. He became the Baal Abayit in the field, and he made you the Kohen. She'en sadecha oseh, ramashaya oseh metechila, elef kurin, v'fish lecha mea kurin. Which means, originally, you used to give a hundred. So now, God made you the Kohen. He gives you a hundred. And he's keeping for himself, the other nine hundred. V'aru dekhtiv, v'ishet kadashav, lo yiyu. כלומר, כשאין לו מפריש כהוגן, לא יהיה לו אלא הקודשים. Which means at the end, if you don't give your מעשר ואיש את קדשיו, לא יהיו. Which means at the end, he's going to only end up with the קודש. He only ends up with the מעשר. כלומר, המעשר. ועל זה אמרו חכמים, המעכב מעשרותיו, לסוף בא שלא יהיה לו אלא אחד מעשר. A person that abstains from giving מעשר, he ends up with one-tenth of what he's going to make. כדכתיב, וזה לחומר יעשה איפה. זה פסוק נשעיה. That a homer's worth will make an איפה. דהיינו, המעשר. דאיפה גימל שאין. An איפה is three שאה. ובחומר יש למד שאין. And חומר is 30 שאה. So it's saying, חומר, which is 30 שאה, יעשה איפה, which is 3 שאין, which is exactly מה עשית. So instead of making the 30, you can end up making 3. This is because she didn't give you מה עשית. וכן כתיב, כי עשרת צמידי כרם יעשו בת אחת. Right? The 10 of the vineyard is going to only make one. והרב נתן האונטנל פילש היוצא מן השדה, another interpretation, עשר תעשר, right? זה היוצא מן השדה שנה שנה. So what is היוצא מן השדה? So we learned till now, היוצא מן השדה means that you're going to end up with which comes out of the field. You're going to end up what you used to give. Meaning the money you used to give to מעשר, היוצא מן השדה is going to end up by you. תוספות this interpretation now. כלומר, ואם נאב, שאין אדם מפריש האיסור יהיה לאותו היוצא לשדה. It's going to end up going to the one that goes, went out to the field. Who's the one that went out to the field? והיינו עשיו הרשע. כלומר, שיקחו העובדי כוכבים. The green are going to end up taking that money. היוצא מן השדה. Who was איש שדה? ועשיו איש שדה. Right? So therefore, you don't want to give you ma'asir, ayyoseh min as-sadeh. It's going to go to the guy, to the goyim, that come from a'asab, that goes in the field. That's a very, very important tosafot. The Ben Ishchai, over here, he asks a question, 
It says over aser bishvil shetitasher. Now the word titasher uh, really sounds like shetitasher. Um, you will make others rich. Mm-hmm. Which means if it would have said for himself, it's just asher bishvil sheyashir that he will become rich. Shetitasher is. Others will become rich on account. So the Vinish Chai says a beautiful Hadush here. He says, mm-hmm. Actually, from the Pasuk itself, he asks, mm-hmm. You're doing something to others. My God did not give any chilek to the Kwanim and the Levinim in, in Israel. Where did they get their money from? From the tithes, the terumot. And that's the that we give the Kwanim and the Levim, so we get more. You know why? Because if we make less, so they make less. So God wants the Kwanim and the Vim to live to live good. So we're really getting beracha on account of the Kwanim and the Vim. God gives us a lot. So they can have a lot. Which means we're getting a lot and to give Maaser in order to make others rich. Who's the others? The Kwanim and the Vim. They know the Kwanim and the Vim. And then it comes back to you. Because you made others live comfortably. So now the Beracha comes back. So it's really Aser. Give you Maaser. Te'aser. To make others wealthy. And then, of course, once they become wealthy on account of you, that beracha, so the beracha, you made somebody else wealthy, so therefore, it'll come back to you as well. Furthermore, the Gemara says over here on the Pasuk, Right? The Pasuk says, God says, test me. So he says, the Maharsha explains over here, Specifically by Maaser, he can test the Kadosh Baruch Why? Because by Maaser, there's the greatest test. Right, because it goes against logic. Because how could you give your money away and end up getting more as a result? So since it's a great challenge against the normal uh, rationale, so the everybody on them says, you can even test me. Comes again when I continues. Amar Shrami Barhama Amar Ashul Shutkim Numadai Amar Le. So the the boy, the uh, Shtakish's son. When he heard the Yohanan's interpretation of the Pasuk, Nabazot, etc., he said, listen, If I would have gotten to that Pasuk myself, I wouldn't have needed you and what your Rabbi of Oshaya said. Which means, uh, what's the Idushi told me over here? So he asked him, Is it permissible to test the Baruch? The boy asked that. So the rabbi said, yes, 
Of course, this over here, you're allowed. Because we're allowed from Rosh Hashanah. He says, well, what's the big hadush? It's Beferush Basuk. Meaning he needed, a, he needed to get a tradition from the Hoshaya. He says, if I would have got to the Pasuk myself, I wouldn't need you and not Hoshaya, your rabbi. It's just explicit uh, Pasuk. It's not, uh, you're not saying anything that's, uh, you know, a hadush or a derasha. So he's a little sharp uh, with his uncle. In any event, Kibar tells another story with Rabbi Hanan and his nephew. The two Ashkehan, Rabbi Another time he found the son of Rishakish. The Yativ, the Amar, he was sitting, and the boy was saying, Velet Adam Tesalef Tarko, Ba'al Hashem Yiz'af Libo. Pasuk Velet Adam Tesalef Tarko. A person will commit, commits Velet, he commits evil. That's why they get Velet, comes from evil. Evil, Velet. Adam, the evil of a person, the sin of a person, Tesalef Tarko, will cause him to stray from the Derech. And then HaKadot Baruch punishes him. And what's his reaction? Ba'al Hashem Yisafribo. And he gets angry at Hashem. Even though he doesn't realize he caused his own troubles. Right? And he has claims against Hashem. Yativ Rabbi Yohanan, the Kamit Tamah. So Rabbi Yohanan said, he was uh, wondering. Amar, Mi'ika midi dikhtibi bikhtubeh, delore mizi be'oraita. Is there something that's written in the Ketubim, but not hinted in the Torah? Which is everything we believe that's in the Ketubim, has some sort of an illusion in the Torah itself. So he says, where is this concept alluded to in the Torah? So the young child says, Well, you don't think this is hinted? By the brothers of Yosef. The brothers, they sold Yosef, they went through that whole thing, and then when they started to get punished in Mislayim, and things started not going their way, what did they say? Hey, what did God do to us? Hey, they themselves, they did something, and they have the claims against Kibbutz Baruch Hu. At that point, the Yomara says, Rabbi Hanan had very, very long eyebrows. And the eyebrows he had used to cover his eyes. So now he wanted to see, who's this sharp little uh, boy over here? So he used to say, they used to have like a metal fork, like a silver fork, used to, like a tweezer, exactly, in order to lift his eyebrows, in order to see. Otherwise he couldn't see, he just stood, uh, you know, look, uh, uh, you know, look down. Now they lifted his eyebrows up, he wanted to see who this boy was. So the mother of this boy came right away. And he, she grabbed him right away and took him out, took the boy out. Amra Hurry up! Move away from this uh, rabbi. So he won't do to you like what he did to your father. So you know the Gemara of Mitzia tells a story that Rabbi Hanan had some sharp words. I'm sorry, the Shlakish had some sharp words against his brother-in-law, Rabbi Hanan, and Rabbi Hanan was makpid on him. And as a result, he looked at him and it caused him, it caused him to die. Because of his hakpada, because he was angry at him. So therefore, now uh, the, uh, the the sister of Rabbi Hanan came along and told Hassan, "Listen, you better move away. He's not looking at you now. He might be angry at you. Could be he's angry at you for that interpretation, the way you explained the brothers of Yosef, as if you made it as if they were they the invalid Adam to Salat uh-huh. So therefore, uh, you better get away. So it doesn't do to you." What he did to your father. Comes <coughs> the Gemara and says, <laughs> right? And she says, "Shelo yiten ainav bo kemoshenatan be'abicha 
ומיתו. ואמרנו ביוחנן, מטר בשביל יחיד. פרנסה בשביל רבים. Rain will fall even for an individual. Even an individual that needs rain, what Allah will bring rain specifically for one person. However, פרנסה בשביל רבים. פרנסה means abundance. Means beracha. That doesn't come for an individual. That comes for the rabim. That she explains. Look at that. She matar b'shvil yachid. Sheim en sarik matar ela leadam echad. Why would one person need rain? Kegon shezara achad zeman zliat bene adam. Let's say he planted late that season, so he missed the rainy season. So he needs rain for his field. Or shedar beir shekulan nochrim. Let's say he lives with all the goyim. And therefore, Borei Olam, he's not going to give the goyim the, the rain, but he'll give uh, this person specifically rain if he needs it. V'tzarik l'matar, ba'a b'schuto. It'll come for his zechut. Upanasa, which is shefa' tova, that's already a, an abundance, that's called panasa. U'mehayel l'chol ha'olam, that brings <coughs> blessing to the world, life to the world. E'no ba'al ha'olam b'schut ehad. That's not going to come to the world in the zikhut of one person. Ela b'shvil rabim. Shim rabim sedichim soba. If the masses need the soba, this blessing. Shitashtach berachah betuat chadot baruchu oseh. Im zaku, if that is zikhut. Aval yahid at sedich shid barichut tibuat av. An individual that say he wants a blessing in his field. Ela kadot baruchu meshaneh ba'avorodin hashana. God's not going to change the gezerah of that year to satisfy one person. Whatever the berakah of that year is, that's what's going to happen. Even though he's going to bring rain down, that's only so his field will be up to par like everybody else. No. But to upgrade his field more than everybody else, we have berakah for an individual, God's not going to change the, the gizira. So again, a guy needs rain. But Elam could say, listen, the rainy season happened already. I'm not going to bring rain now for one, uh, right. one guy because he planted later or whatever. He's going to stay with all the goyim. No, matal v'shul yachid. You can get the zikut for that. However, you want surplus? You want panasai? You want to have the extra berakah? So I'm not going to upgrade your field alone. So if the world is zochef panasada here, according to the deen of Rosh Hashanah, the world gets it. But for an individual, well, that's not going to upgrade his field to have a more beracha than the next guy. Comes the Gemara and says, we have to have sources for this. So the Gemara says, matad b'shvil yachid. How do I know that matad rain? Can come even on account of an individual. Tekhtiv. Yiftah Hashem lecha. Keyword. Lecha, individual. God will open for you. Etosoratov. Is storage. Latet metar arsecha. In order to give metar rain arsecha. For your land. That's for individual. Panasab is for Rabbim. Tekhtiv. Hininim mamtid lachem lechem. I behold, I'm going to rain from you. That's uh, the lachem. That would obviously be a plural language. There were three leaders that brought beracha uh, to the nation. Panasim is leaders, good leaders. She, that on account of them, Benachah came. Elohim, Moshe, Ve'aharon, 
ומרים. וגימל מתנות טובות ניתנו על ידם. And three good gifts came to the Jewish people from their merit. ואלו הן באר, וענן, ומן. The Be'er is the well, it's where the water came from. There was a, and the, uh, it was actually a rock that used to follow them. And from the rock used to come out water. That's actually the rock that Moshe Rabbeinu hit. Ve'anan, that's the clouds of glory. Uman, man, that's the food that came down from the heaven every day. Be'er, b'zchut Miriam. The Be'er was in the z'chut of Miriam. Amud, anan, the cloud, b'zchut Aharon. Man, b'zchut Moshe. Meta Miriam, when Miriam died, Nistalek Be'er. So the Be'er went away. Shne'emar, v'tamot sham Miriam, uchtiv batre, ve'lo ayam ma'ayim le'ida. So as a result of Miriam's death, there was no water. V'chazra b'zchut shne'em. However, in the zikhut of Moshe Naharon, the water, the rock, came back. Right, as she says, Be'era shel Miriam, Sela, was a rock. V'zavin memenu ma'ayim. והים מתגלגל והולך עם ישראל והוא הסלח שבו היכה משה שלא היה רוצה להזיל מימה בשבילו לפי שמתה מרים The rock did not want to give its waters because מרים died מת אהרון when אהרון died נסתלקו ענני כבוד The clouds of glory already went away שנאמר וישמע כנעני מלך ערד it says the king of כנען he heard what did he hear? Ma'ashivu'a shama' Shama' shemet aron V'nistalliku ananeh kabod V'kasabur Nitna lo reshut el-lachem B'Yisrael Now he said now Must be Have a right to fight with Yisrael Because they're not protected From the clouds V'ayinu dikhtiv V'yiru kol a'ida Ki gava'a aharon Which literally means The Jewish people saw That aharon died Amar abhu Al tikre v'yiru Meaning they became seen. Meaning mm-hmm. once Aaron died, already now the Jewish people became visible. Because until that point, the clouds of glory were covering them. So, the word key. Whenever you see the word key in the Torah, it can be interpreted in one of four ways. E, that's like im, im includes like kasher, dilma, it's like baby, ela, ela is like uh, rather, but, and deha, deha is because. And this pasuk, how is being used? Deha, because, which means vayira'u. The Jewish people became see, uh, visible. Kol ha'edah, the whole nation. Ki gava Aaron. Deha met Aaron. Because Aaron died. So therefore you see over here what? That the uh, Jewish people lost the Ananei Kavod as a result of the death of Aaron. Hazru shenehem b'shut Moshe. So now the Ananei Kavod came back. And the uh, well, continue. Be'er continued. As of Moshe alone. So now comes out Moshe Rabbeinu was bringing everything. He was bringing the man, he was bringing the um, the water, the rock, and also the Anakamud. Met Moshe, the Stalikukulan. When Moshe Rabbeinu died, all three left. Shneemad, the Achid, the Chelosh Taroim, the Yerah Echad. 
The pasuk says, God says, I'm going to take away the three shepherds in one month. Now, the Gemara says, what do you mean? Ve'alom Miriam meta benisan, ve'aron be'av, u'moshe be'adar. They all died in different months. How come the pasuk says that God's going to take away the three shepherds, the three leaders in one month? Ela melamed, shinet batelu gimel matanot tovot, shinet nehu al yadan, ve'nestaleku kulan be'yerach echad. Jesus, when Moshe Rabbeinu died, all, it was like all three died in the same month. Because all the berachot that came on account of them were gotten rid of now on account of uh, the death of Moshe. So it was like they lost three in one month. But what's the question of this Gemara? Alma, Ashkechan, Panasa, Bishvil Yachid. So you see over here, in the zechut of Moshe Rabbeinu came the man. So you see that for one person's zechut, the Panasa is able to come down to the world. You just told me no. That person, one person can generate the zechut for matar. <coughs> but for Panasa, God does not bring on account of one person. He said the man was brought on account of Moshe. Tanat Gemara says, Shani Moshe. Moshe is different. Why? Since he was asking on account of the Rabbim, he wasn't asking for himself, he's asking for the people. So therefore Moshe Rabbeinu has the status of Rabbim, and therefore the Panasah was able to come on his account, because his account is really the account of the Sibur. Comes again and says, actually let's just read Rashi. Meta Nisan. How do we know that uh, Miriam died in Nisan? Shneimar, Vayavo b'nei Yisrael kol adam mitbarsin b'chodesh Arishon, which is Nisan. Vayeshev sham ha'am bekadesh v'tamot sham Miriam v'tikaber sham. Clearly, the Torah tells us it was in Nisan. Aaron met bechad lachodesh. He died in Av, actually Nosh Chodesh Av as well. And we know Moshe Rabbeinu died in Adar. Comes the Gemara and says. Ravuna bar Manawah, the Rav Shmuel bar Idi, the Rav Chia mevastanya. It's a place. Havu shechiyach kameh deraba. They were accustomed to study with Rava. Kinah nafshe deraba when Rava passed away. After the kameh derav Papa. So they went to new rabbi. They went to study under Rav Papa. <coughs> Every time a papa would say a hadush in the shi'ur, that what contradicted something that they heard from Ravah. So they would make signals to each other. That she says, They would give signals that they, they, were, they weren't happy with the dirash. Uh, that thing, uh, this contradicts what Allah says. So he became distressed because of it. The rabbi, the papa, and the students are not accepting his teachings. So they came to the rabbi, the papa, in a dream, and they showed him the following pasuk. God said, I'm going to take all three of them. They're going to die as a result. I'm going to take the three shepherds under one moon. Meaning at one time. As she says, <laughs> 
Mishum de Mechasfeh, because they were embarrassing the rabbi. The Mahar Kiyavu Miftere The next day when the students left the rabbi, they, they were leaving, they were going now to, uh, back home. Amar Dehu Lizlu Rabbanan Bishlaman. And they told them, he told them, Lech Bishalom. And normally when somebody leaves from the living, you say Lech Leshalom. That's an indication that they're alive. However, you say lech beshalom. That's you only say that to the deceased. So the rabbi was really alluding that he saw in the dream already last night that as a result of their uh, of their behavior. So therefore, that's it. There's a sentence on that. So he told them lech odechu beshalom. And according to the Gemara's conclusion, uh, that's what happened to them. That's the way uh, some of the Rishonim learn. Other Gresot say that he told them, He was trying to protect them and bless them and say, Even though I saw in a dream last night, this is going to happen to you, but without Hashem, everything should work out uh, okay. Comes again, but continues. Rav Shimi Bar Asheh was accustomed to learn by the Papa. And if she would ask a lot of questions to the papa, the question is shiur. So one day, if she saw that a papa fell on his face, and he was uh, put his head down. He heard that the papa was saying, Please, God, save me from the humiliation of Shimi. He asked some good questions. He couldn't answer him. So he said, please, Borel, save me from this humiliation of Shimi. He accepted upon himself. No more questions. Silence. They're not going to ask any more questions. So you see over here, because he didn't want to give tzar to the rabbi. So the rabbi was being anguished because of it. So then we said, I'm not going to ask questions anymore. The Ishtakish Savar, Matar Bishvil Yachid. Ishtakish also holds that Matar rain can come even for an individual. Just like the Yohanan said. The Amar Ishtakish, Minayin Matar Bishvil Yachid. How do we know the rain can come in the Zikhut even of an individual? Ask for from Hashem rain in the rainy season. Hashem hazizim, and God is going to make hazizim, and we'll see what hazizim are. So it says. Ask, and God will give to the ish. Who's the ish? The individual. It says, God will give to many individuals. Even though an individual needs it, but God will bring the rain specifically for him. That's why the Pasuk says again, Yitin lahem leish. That God will give to them, to the ish. Which means to many ishes, which means many individuals that need, but God will give. So you see, Matar comes even and the zechut avei yachid. Yachol. Lakol. How do you mean? Maybe it's to everybody. Tamud la'ish. That's why it says la'ish to the individual. Betanya ila'ish yachol lechol sadotav. Okay, so maybe when it says to the ish, meaning he'll get rain in all his fields. Tamud omar sadeh. The pasuk says uh, actually it's going to come the rain le'ish esiv basadeh to one field. Means specifically to the field that needs the rain. Isadeh yachol lechol asadeh. Oh, so maybe when it says to the field, the whole field is going to get. Tavud Omar Esif. 
even to the grass. She Tosfot says, even if there's only one grass in the field that needs irrigation, but Allah will bring rain specifically for that grass. Which means it's said Ad Kedekach. Look at the top Tosfot. Bring a precise rain to fall dafka on that grass over there, and on the rest of the field it will not rain. Certain rabbi had a certain field, garden. Every day he would go and inspect it to see uh, what's going on with it. Amari would say like this: He would say, "Okay, this row needs uh, rain. This row doesn't need. You, know, you have the rows of, uh, of vegetation, like the furrows. They say this one needs, this one doesn't need." Whoever he asked. That's exactly where the rain would come. The next day the rain would fall. Dafka on that Mishnah. And another Mishnah, it would not. So you see the Matar comes, <coughs> not only for a Yahid, but it actually comes to the spot where he needs the rain. Now, the Pasuk says, Ask him a Kadosh Baruch Hu, and he will bring Hazizim. That was the Pasuk said. Right? The Pasuk said, Sha'alu Hashem Matar Ba'it Makosh Hashem Oseh Hazizim. So the Gemara says, May Hashem Oseh Hazizim? Amar bi Yosef bi Hanina melamed shekol sadik ve sadik hakadosh baruch hu oselo haziz befne atzmo that each one will get his own haziz. So the Gemara says, "Ma hazizim? What is this?" Amar bi Yuda porchot. These are the light clouds. She's a different clouds. The Gemara is going to tell us now that when the rains come, you have the thick clouds, and beneath the thick clouds, you have a Thin layer of clouds. So you need that thin layer, that's when the rains come. So the Gemara says, Hashem Hashem Hazizim. He's going to make you the Hazimim, those thin clouds are going to come and bring the rain. Those are called Porhot. Okay, that's a, the, the way that she understands it. So comes the uh, Gemara and says, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Siman Matar Porhot. You want to know if the rains are coming? Look for the Porhot. My Porhot. That is the thin clouds Under the thick clouds Okay, that's the way it uh, That's the way it comes Amar Biuda So the Gemara says Nihala If you see this Nihala Meaning a, uh, a light rain okay, That's like a mist Nihalat's called. Okay, like sprinkles exactly. Uh, that's a, a the Gemara, for example, in another place uh, says kimhani hala. That's a refined flour. So it calls it kimhani kimhani hala. It's very fine flour. So the same thing. When you have a very fine rain, they call it nihala. But again, it's like a mist. So when it comes before the actual rain, atemitra. Then you know already a nice heavy rain. Substantial rain is going to follow. Batar mitra. But the mist that follows the rain, Pasik Mitra. You know already the rain's finished. So the Gemara wants to give a remez. How you going to remember this? Mekamem Mitra. Before the rains, Ate Mitra. That means the rain substantially are going to fall. The Simanach Mahulta. The Mahulta is the Siman. What is the Mahulta? 
That is the sieve, or the sifter that they used to use to sift the flour. So that she says, Because first, when they used to use the sifter, the kemahdak, the fine stuff would come out first, and then after the fine stuff would come out, then the heavier, the uh, the thicker pieces, or the bigger pieces, would come out as well. As she, Tosfot says, second Tosfot, Perush, Geshem Dak, he learns, first the psolet comes out, the harkach hasolet. Which means, first the psolet, that's the rain, that's the mist. Which means, you don't need that uh, really. But after the psolet comes down, then already, then the good stuff comes down, then the, then the, uh, the, 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 the solet, then the flower comes out as well. So therefore, uh, you see over here a siman. The batar metra, pasik metra. However, after the rain, then you see the mist, the light rain, then already you know the rains are mm-hmm. over. The excrement of the goats. The way the goats... Uh, uh, right, go to the bathroom. Look at those four, he explains it. Perush, re'i shil izim. Shebetechila re'i gadol. Ukshu poseket matrezet zevel dak. She first it comes out strong, and then it's dark, and then already you know it's going to stop. So that's how you remember that the mist that is after the rain is a siman that the rain is going to end. Ula ikla lebabel. Ula once came to Babel. Haza porchot. So he saw the light clouds coming. Amaleu. So he said he knows the siman. Panu Bring all your vessels inside. He told him the rain's coming. So the porot. Lesof lo atemitra. But in the end, it didn't rain. Amar ki echi de meshakre bablae. Just like these Babylonians. Hashakranim. Achem meshakre mitrayu. So the rains also lie. Now we learned in the previous Gemara that when people make donations in public, but they don't pay those donations. So Boreolam also brings the clouds, however the rains do not fall. So therefore he held that the Babylonians, remember we learned the Masech of Betzah as well, that the Gemara said that the Babylonians, they were not honest in business. Right. And then we said, yeah, look, just like they're not honest, these Babylonians. <coughs> so too, their rains lie as well. Even though there's Purhot, but the rains never materialize. Comes the Gemara and says, Ula ikla'a Babel. Ula found himself in Babel. Hazeh, he saw A basket full of dates Very cheap Only cost a zuz So he said Amar You have a basket full of honey Because from the dates you make honey And the Babylonians are not learning Torah Because the Babylonians would learn Torah But when he saw that food was so cheap He said they could be learning much more she said, this is uh, so we don't have to be matriach so much to make a living. For, for one zoo, she can get a whole basket full of uh, dates. They're not learning Torah enough. They should be learning more. Belaliyah tsaru. That day he ate the dates. What happened? He got shulim. He got like uh, a bad stomach. So he said, he changed his words. He said, Amar malet sanad de sakina bezuzah. Now I see it's a basket full of knives for a zoo's. 
and still the Babylonians are able to learn at all, yeah. which means these things are not good at all. These things are very detrimental for your health. So he said, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that the Babylonians can learn as much as they learn with this type of food over here that's very, very bad and very hard on the stomach. Tanya, we have a Braita. Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Rabbi Eliezer said, that all the, we're going to discuss now a famous Mahalok Rabbi Ezra Yoshua, where did the rains come from? So Rabbi Ezra says that the rains actually come from Ukianos, Oceanos. That is the, the oceans. The way uh, traditional uh, uh, science understands where the rains come from is from the oceans, which means the waters rise up over the oceans to make the clouds. The wind, the wind comes and blows them off the clouds, off the, off the ocean onto the land. And the rain comes. <laughs> so the Gemara says, There's a cloud will rise up from the ground, which means from the waters on the ground. And it gives irrigation to the entire land. So what are you talking about? Tukiyanos, salty water. Yeah. Salty water is not beneficial for the land. You can't grow uh, product, produce from salty water. Which means they become sweetened in the clouds. Which means when the water evaporates, so the water goes up and the salt remains. And therefore, that's what it means. In the clouds, they become sweetened. Which means the salt does not uh, evaporate into the uh, into the clouds. Maybe Yeshua or maybe Yeshua argues. He says no. The rains actually come from storage in the Shamaim called Maim Elyonim. They actually emanate from the upper pools. From the Matar of the Shamaim to Shemaim. Now, according to him, the question then is so what do you need clouds for? According to Rabbi Yoshua, just let the Shamaim open up and let the waters come down. Here we learn that the cloud comes from the Aris, goes all the way up to the heavens, and the cloud opens itself up like a node, like a like a pitcher, and it receives. It's like a, it's like a, a delivery. The cloud goes up, receives the delivery of the rain in it. The rain is poured into the Ed, into its cloud. And the clouds, they have like a, the clouds are like a sieve that has little, little holes. And now the rain, the waters come, the clouds come, and they sprinkle the water over the land. Now, instead of just coming out in buckets, so the the clouds serve as like a sieve that the the water now will fall through the little holes. Now you have raindrops. It calls the clouds shahakim. Lishchok is to grind. It's like a person has wheat. When you grind it, you grind it into little crystals, right? So the same thing with the water. The cloud takes the water, so to speak, the buckets of water, or the mass of water, and grinds it up, so to speak, shahakim, into little uh, drops, and now each drop falls individually. 
And the space between each drop, they don't collide the drops. There's a hair's breadth between each drop. You see over here a great wonder of the rains that they emanate from the heaven and the miracle is that they the clouds are able to separate them and they come down individually. This is to show you how great the rains are. Even as great as the creation of the heavens and the earth like we learned on Daf Bet mm-hmm. what the Dirashaf Heker Heker and the Gemara repeats it mm-hmm. as it says in the Pasuk in Iyov Ose Gedolot Ve'en Heker Niflaot Ad'en Mispar again we're reading according to the uh, emendation of the Bach that we had on Daf Bet that he quoted uh, this other Pasuk because this Pasuk over here is the Pasuk uh, that right after it talks about the rain. First it says that God does what? Hanker. He does unlimited uh, wonders, right? If not, then is part. Then the next Pasuk says, matar al aris. And what is one of those wonders that God does? That's in Hanker. That He brings rain al aris. That He brings the rain. So now we know by the rain, He uses the word Hanker. That there's no limit to Gadol Baruch Hu's wisdom. Uchtiv la'alan, and it says later on. That's actually in a pasuk in Yeshayahu. Hello yadata, im lo shamata. Elohe olam, Hashem en heker. The people that actually Hashem borek etzot ha'aris. The one that created the land, lo yaf lo yiga. He doesn't tire out in heker lebunato. So you see, by the creation of the world, what does it say? In Haikir. By rains it says, In Haikir. And therefore, what do you see from Haikir? They're going to teach us what? That the rains are tantamount to the creation of the heavens and the earth. Because it's miraculous. Like, what's the miracle we're learning now? That no rains collide. They come down individually. It's truly, truly wondrous. Comes the Gemaran says, Keman Azla Hadiktiv. Now the Gemaran is going to go back and forth with the different opinions. Now again, so remember, there's a very important mahlog of Rabbi Yehazir with Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yehazir says the waters come from Ukiyanos. According to Rabbi Yoshua, the waters come from the Shamayim. So the Gemara says, we have a pasuk, Mashkeh Harim Me'aliyotav. That Borei Olam brings the rain, Me'aliyotav, from the upper places, upper chambers. Ve'amar Rabbi Yohanan, Me'aliyotav, Shela Kadosh Baruch means from the upper chambers of Akadosh Baruch Hu. That's how Rabbi Yohanan explained it. Now, what, what does that mean? Look at Rashi, the way he understands Rabbi Yohanan's statement. Where's Rashi? Kelomar mimayim ha'ilyonim. Right? Sounds like from the upper waters. The Rabbi Yohanan, mayim ha'ilyonim atadashmainan. Obviously, Rabbi Yohanan was coming to teach me this principle of upper waters. The ilav Rabbi Yohanan, because if Rabbi Yohanan wouldn't have said that, hava amina, I could have learned the pasuk like this. Mm-hmm. I can say yeah, the decision to bring the water comes from where but where does God bring the water from? from the Okeanos that's why I can explain the puzzle the decision is where but when the decision is made where does the water ultimately come from? from downstairs so to be honest no 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 the actual waters come from from the upper waters of so who's that going like? Keman, it's got to be like Rabbi Yoshua. 
Rabbi Eliezer, so Rabbi Eliezer, how's he going to interpret this pasuk? Kevad desalke deatam maske maliotav kari lehu. Since yeah, the water emanates from the ground, from the Ukianos. But what happens? It goes up. It goes up into the clouds. So therefore, the pasuk can say maske arin maliotav. Since it, even though it originates from the ground, but since it goes up, you can say maliotav because that's where it is. Bottom line, when it rains. So the Gemara says, "Diilo temahachi." You're not going to explain like that. It says in another pasuk, "Avag ve'afar min ashamayim." It says God is going to bring abak ve'afar dust and dirt from the heavens. Heki mashkata. What is it? Is the dirt in the heavens? Ela kivan demidle lehatam min ashamayim karide. What happens? The, the wind comes, blows the uh, the dust up, lifts it up, and then it comes down. So even though it emanates from the ground, the Torah still says what? Min ashamayim. Ha'chanamek kivan desalkel lehatam clouds. Emanate from the earth, but they go up to the Shammai. Ma'aliyotav. So you can say, Mashke Arim, Ma'aliyotav. Keman Azda Hadabar Bihanina. We have a pasuk. Kones kaned mehayam. Noten beotzarot teomot. Now, what does this pasuk mean? Kones kaned mehayam. God gathers the yam. Right? He kones kaned like a, like, a, like a mound of water. All the waters are all collected together. Noten beotzarot. He places in the storage houses tehomot. Tehomot in the depths. So what does this mean? Mi garam beotzarot sheet maleubar. What caused the otzarot, the storage houses, to be filled with product, with grains? Right? As the pasuk says, noten beotzarot. God puts the product in the otzarot tehomot. You know what's a good the tehomot, which means the war is from. Below, implying what? That the rain actually emanates from Ukianos. So again, Noten Be'otzarot. Moriah puts the grain in the Otzarot. From where does that come from? Teomot. And she says, Ma'im Shilmata. Kedikhtiv Teomot Yechasiyumu. Remember why Misraim, when they drowned, what does the Pasuk say? They were covered by the Teomot. That's by the lower waters. Keman, who's that going like? Can it be the Isaac? How does the Yeshua going to learn this Pasuk? Rabbi Yeshua, ha'hu bibriyato shel olam. This Pasuk was talking about the creation of the world. What do you mean the creation of the world? Look at that sheet. Ketiv. Shaya kol ha'olam shatuf b'mahim. Originally, all the earth was filled with water. The Kadosh Baruch Hu concerned b'makom echad kemachnis ma'im benod, right? Like putting water in a pitcher. What did Kadosh Baruch Hu do? He gathered all the waters together. And as she finishes over here and says, "Vinatnam beotzarot," which means, and he placed them in treasures. Which is this almost if he took the waters and he storage storage housed them. How did he store them? He put them in an area, put the beach, the sand in front of it in order to protect it, embankment, in order the water doesn't come out. So therefore this is not talking about that he puts the the wheat in the storage houses. Mm-hmm. from the from the waters of below. No, the waters themselves. He took the waters of the earth and stored them the teomot in an area called the yam. That was referring to biriyat olam. Amen.